This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. I went down one of my Cali rabbit holes on the internet today. A uh, Cali rabbit hole of investigating one of our random neighbors. No, I, uh, it was one of those things where I was like, you know what? Cause we've been talking a lot about, um, Bluetooth in our house. Cause my Bluetooth is currently not working. And I was like, you know what? I don't think I know where that name comes from. I would like to know where the name Bluetooth comes from. And where does the word Bluetooth come from? What's your guess? I would guess it's like the company that invented the technology. It is King Harold, who was known for two things. He united Denmark and Norway in 958, and he had a dead tooth in his mouth that was blue, and everyone called him Bluetooth. All right. So when the people were coming up with the technology, like to, you know, that would, because Bluetooth unites things, they jokingly said, we should call it Bluetooth, like that king, the Scandinavian king, and um, that was a working title that they never changed. Huh. Bam! Well, look at that. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. The more you know. The Upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful that the rain has gone away enough that I was able to take the dogs on a walk in the woods. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for Bluetooth. All right, right away, we're going to start with phone calls of support, Callie. Yesterday, we talked about your almost black eye. Yes. How's your snout, by the way? I, My you snout? You haven't said anything about it. Um, There's still definitely a bump there, Um, but it doesn't hurt. It's, so not, it's not throbbing anymore? It's not throbbing, so that's good. But yeah, there's definitely still a bump. If you haven't caught up on yesterday's show, Callie hit herself in the face while moving a chair, and we thought it was touch and go for a little bit on whether or not she would have one or maybe two black eyes. And... In an effort to bring her some comfort, I requested phone calls from people who have injured themselves in some significant way. No shortage of calls. I was helping my coworker take a lid off of a big golf case container and thought it was going to be much heavier than it was. So I went to pull it and hit myself in the eye as well as her in the neck. And not only did I give myself a giant black eye that looked like I was wearing black and purple eyeshadow for weeks. So I understand Kelly's pain and I feel for her and just wanted to let y'all know that other people have done the same thing. Love the show. That's Mindy in Atlanta with that story, by the way. Now, does that uh, give you the giggles at, at the same way it does when people fall? 
Uh, the, well, the fact that she pulled, probably was pulling on it thinking that it would be really heavy and then flung it <laughs> makes me laugh in the same way <laughs> as, have you ever been going downstairs and you think there's one more step? So yes. You, so you kind of stomp uh-huh. on the last step. Same exact idea. Yeah. All right. Uh, this is Darcy in Raleigh. So not only did I give myself a black eye, but I also gave myself a concussion. Um, a couple of years ago, my husband and I were working out in the garden, and I was loading up all of the scraps from the trees um, and the bushes into one of those big green trash cans. And I went to go move the trash can. The lid was open. I was pushing it, and somehow I managed to step on the lid, which sent me flying into the edge of that plastic edge on the trash can. And I clocked myself right across the bridge of my nose. And I think I blacked out a little bit, actually, (laughs) but managed to, you know, give myself a concussion and two black eyes. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, love the show. Thank you guys for all you do. And have a great day. Okay. Bye. So you're not alone. Not alone. How many calls did you get on that? Uh, a lot. I just pulled like three random ones that made me chuckle. <laughs> uh, most people left their names. This person uh, did not. There's no name associated with this call. Saturday night, I literally punched myself in the face while I was trying to fit a super tight pillowcase on my pillow. My hand slipped off and it punched me right between the nose and the eye. And I got so mad and I threw the pillow at my husband. I was like, put this on, this hurts. And I had to go downstairs and get ice. And it was just bad. But Callie, I'm glad you're okay. And it's not a huge broken nose or anything like that. Uh, I I was thinking about that last time I put a fitted sheet on our bed. Like if it snapped? Yeah, like if I'm like, if I'm pulling this down, there's a chance that I could just lose momentary control and hit myself in the face do you did i ever tell the story of how i almost kicked the pedicure woman in the face no she was trying to be very helpful i enjoy a good pedicure i will love love pedicures i like to take care of my claws so i go in i get a pedicure and afterwards she was trying to be helpful i don't know because i think when women usually get pedicures and some guys, but uh, anybody who gets polish, you leave in those flip flops, right? Yeah, or just any open toed shoes. But a, a, like I leave wearing whatever I was wearing because I never get polish on my toes. <laughs> so she was trying to be helpful and like help me put my socks back on. And I'm trying to remember exactly how it happened, but like she was trying to put the sock on, but it was upside down or twisted. So she's pushing against my foot that I'm pushing up. And she decides to move the sock and try to turn it, but I'm still pushing up in her face. And like, I mean, it was like an inch away from her nose. Like I almost kicked her and laid her right out on the floor. Oh my gosh. Because I was pushing up while she was pushing down. And what I wanted to say was, leave me alone. Like, don't put my socks on because you're doing it wrong. <laughs> like, I didn't want to be rude, but the, like, they're, I, like, I wear, it was in the summer. So I was wearing like those little socks so you just don't stink up your shoes. Mm-hmm. You know, like little ankle socks or whatever. And I don't know, maybe it was inside out. I don't know what was wrong with it, but she was relentless and almost it almost cost her a busted nose. That would have been really embarrassing for you. Had you actually kicked her in the face? I would have had to find a new place to go get pedicures. No, you definitely would never have been able to go there again. 
I have a question because I've been going through my emails from the Callie and Jeff website, like look, holiday. Email. Look at you. I know. I know. And when I logged in, there were almost 400 emails. I People love you. And, and why haven't you checked that account or why don't you check that account? Because I, well, do you really want to know why I haven't checked it? Because you didn't have it on your phone, so you don't think of well, it? Well, no, I didn't have it on my phone. And then you got on me for not checking it. So I went and logged in. And the first three emails I got, because you asked for show feedback, were show critiques. And I was feeling really bad about myself that day. And remember, that's the day I came home and I just like cried. And you were like, what is wrong with you? And also the same day, you were like, oh, you're definitely pregnant. I've never seen you act this crazy before. And then I wasn't. And then it was awkward. Remember that? Yeah, I know that was two months ago, and and science and nature have said that that you're not pregnant, but I still think it's possible because you were so <laughs> out of your mind that day. I have never seen you like that before. Oh my gosh, I was feeling so. So anyway, so I was like, Callie, back away from the email. It's just, I just need to not read any more critiques about myself right then. So I hit pause, and then things just got crazy in December. So I logged back in today, but I did have a couple people on social and in that email box say, did you double the upside? I didn't hear or did, did, what's the deal? What did they ask? I, they asked if we doubled the upside. Double the upside, double the upside, double the upside by the end of the year. Yeah. <laughs> Do you miss they, doing that every they, week? They just wanted to hear the jingle again. You think that's what it is? Uh, we did end up doubling the upside. Um, was it? In early December, I think. It may have been late November. But but we did double the upside. Um, I made this bold statement that we would do it before I totally understood how to crunch podcast listener numbers. So for there, so we were trending up for a while, then we were confused for a while. And then we had a couple really good weeks where I was able to go back and say, even if my math is fuzzy, it's we've still done well enough that it's considered a double of the upside. Because what we were confused on is podcast listening, whether you listen today for the first time, I mean, you can go back and listen to our very first episode. So in any given day, people might be listening to the show on the day of release or any number of shows that we've done or catch up episodes or whatever. So Jeff was listening, was measuring by who's listening to the show we release on the day of release, not how many people are listening to an episode of the upside today, Correct. which is really the right number. So yes, we have doubled the upside. Do you have another goal for us? I haven't really thought of it. You, you mentioned it earlier today when you told me to get the, have the jingle ready to go. Um, which the- is funny. Cause I didn't say that. What did you say? I said, hey, I have a question about Double the Upside. Oh. And then Jeff, all Jeff heard was, jingle! I get to press <laughs> the button with the jingle on it! I, 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 We should have another goal, so we have another reason to make a jingle. Jeff likes a jingle. Love a jingle. But I, um, yeah, I, the one that first came to mind is it would be cool to have 23 thousand people listen to the show to some episode of the show every day and do you remember what ish we're at we're ish at anywhere depending on like you know obviously it's lower during the holidays 
Um, it's really Monday is our biggest day, but it probably averages. It can go anywhere from twelve to fifteen thousand. Okay, so so it would be adding twenty five percent to that. Yeah, uh, and then the weekends that they don't really count much because I think that's why Monday does so well because the weekends people don't listen because they're out of the routine. And then on Monday, people catch up with if they missed one from the week before. So Mondays right. are always really good. I think, I don't know. Anyways, don't know. tell your friends this show, this is a success of the show is like 1000% word of mouth. So the more people yes. you tell, the better we can do. I mean, we don't have a marketing budget. We haven't spent money on advertising. So truly really, you are the way that we get our word out about the show. So what we are, what we are going to do, if y'all want to help us spread the word, you don't have to send these to us yet, but sometime in the next few weeks, I want to compile a list of five or six podcasts that people listen to along with ours, mm -hmm. but they have to be like, they can't be untouchable podcast like it can't be like Dax Shepard you know what I mean and our you know the armchair one with Dax Shepard or and you mean that because you mean we want to reach out to other podcasters yes. and say hey our people might like your show and your people might like our show so let's tell each other's people about the about other the show. other show so yeah let us know um so just keep it, keep your ears out, or you can send, I mean, you could send it to us now. Callie's checking her email. Send them to Callie at callieandjeff.com. <laughs> but if there's um, a show that you listen to regularly where you're like, gosh, I bet if they met in person, that person and Callie would get along really well, mm -hmm. like that type of thing. We might be able to, to call in the, in the podcasting world that are called promo swaps. Where, very fancy. Where we promote their show in exchange, they promote ours. But we're going to try to do some of those because uh, the the growth of the 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 movement is going to happen on a lot of levels. But right now, the gas in the tank is the podcast and is this show. So we want to keep this gas in the tank and, and keep it going. So, uh, yeah, I guess that would be our goal. Maybe 20,000 people listening per day. That would be cool. That would be really cool. That's a lot. I want to know if it's okay, totally changing the subject. I want to know if it's okay to ask someone if they received a gift you mailed them. This is something that I feel chronically awkward about. And I am so glad that you put this on the show schedule because we hadn't discussed this, but I was wondering the same thing today because we sent out at the end of the year, we, um, sent you, out. Are you, are you wondering about these things or are you wondering about something totally different that you did? These things. Oh, okay. Uh, we sent out these thank you cards to businesses that have supported the upside so far this year. It's just like a little end of the year. Thank you. And thank you for supporting our show. And you know, like the, the company that does our, um, advertising that go out, goes out and gets us all of our advertisers. So we sent this thank you and whatever. Well, like three people, we sent out what like 20 we sent, or 30 we sent 35 of them out and i would say we got 10 maybe 12 thank yous or and jeff doesn't mean you need to thank us jeff means 
we got confirmation of receipt. Yes, because I didn't send them with any sort of like shipping confirmation or anything like that. Like they just went out in the mail and at the and they went out like in mid-December in the holiday rush. I know some of them are received because about a third of the recipients have acknowledged them. But I want to know if it's okay to reach out to the other two thirds and ask them if they got it. Yeah, I've always felt weird about that. I had the same weird feeling too when I sent flowers to a funeral because I wanted to make sure that they arrived and I didn't get a delivery confirmation from the florist that they arrived. But I also don't want to bug the person who's coordinating the funeral and say, hey, did you get my flowers? You know, that happened to me once. I sent flowers to my aunt's funeral and happened to go to the funeral and didn't like, you know, at the end of a service, you like look at the flowers and I didn't see one that looked like the one that I sent. So I started peeking at the cards and mine wasn't there. So I called the company the, it was like one of the, you know, toll free or internet ones. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't a local florist. And they're like, Oh yes. Would you like us to send it tomorrow? And I'm like, to who? <laughs> like, that's the most ridiculous <laughs> thing. And they're like, well, we could send it. Is there another recipient? I'm like, no, there's what do you, why would, what are you even <laughs> suggesting that for? And, uh, I ended up getting my money back, but yeah. Um, yeah, I don't, I'm, I don't know what to do. I wanna- I, and I'm also a little bit paranoid because um, we have a bunch of people who joined the advisory horde and got the pin that comes with that. And like a third of those didn't get delivered. And I know for a fact that they did not get delivered. They were lost. Jeff is a stickler for data. And those pins are like the cloud over his head because he sent them out in what he thought was a very efficient, well-researched answer. And the fact that he doesn't know the location of a bunch of them is driving him in. I mean, has spent hours now here's the thing here's the thing with the little gifts for the for the people who you know bought advertising yeah Yeah. the thing with those is somebody as me somebody who's been on the receiving end of gifts like that it's difficult to thank everybody you get so many companies get so many gifts right you get a lot of them at the end of the year so in retrospect we probably should send appreciation gifts ahead of Thanksgiving. You know what? I was actually thinking we should send them as happy new year. Yeah. And, or send them. That after, seems more upsidey. Send them after the first of the year. Regardless, mm-hmm. I, I, I can't tell if I'm just paranoid because of the pin debacle. You're definitely or, paranoid. And I don't think you can ask people. I mean, you know, I feel like we should be, you know, we're professionals now. So we should just act like we're cool and it's no big deal and that, you know, we didn't dip into our savings account to buy thank you gifts. Yeah. You know, sometimes when companies send out thank you gifts, they're gazillion dollar companies and that money is just flowing like out of a faucet somewhere in the back room. But when we do it, we look through dozens of catalogs trying to find the best deal. 
We do. And also something that people would use. And I will say the best gift ever, and I think this was a corporate mistake, but I've never asked about it. One year for corporate Christmas gifts, you know, because they send it to like the reps that they work with. And I worked in artist management and a company sent me a gift and my male counterpart a gift. And I forget what his was. It was like, a bottle of alcohol or something like that. And mine was a pair of Tiffany sunglasses. Nice. But I would be considered like a more junior person that they work with. Like I was the one that was actually placing the orders, but I wasn't the one that was the big wig at our company right. or a boss or anything like you, that. You had worked there five years. Somebody else had worked there 35 years. Right. And I just, and when they're looking at me as a company, they're probably saying, oh, here's this, you know, person that places orders with us. I don't think the person that was like writing down which companies they needed to ship to gave really any thought as to where I was on the totem pole. But no. I got a pair of Tiffany sunglasses. And to this day, I'm still like, oh, the Tiffany sunglasses. That's awesome. And and I think that's that's when you're dealing with like big companies with unlimited budgets. Mm-hmm. They they don't care. But like that's a good gift. I was calling up saying, I'm gonna go ahead and purchase these, but can I get a discount? Do you have a promo code? <laughs> Is there a promo code thing? This is what happens when you start your own business at the yeah. beginning. We're small business, every cent counts. When it comes to building a better mattress, Brooklyn Bedding literally owns it. American made in their very own state-of-the-art factory in Arizona where they build a mattress just for you. Two brothers, John and Rob Merwin, started out 25 years ago in Phoenix learning everything there is to know about building a quality sleep solution. When John's wife, Kristen, encouraged him to expand nationwide, he took a calculated risk pioneering the bed in a box and shipping his first mattress online in 2008. Today, every mattress they sell is handcrafted on demand and delivered directly to your door. Why are they called Brooklyn Bedding when they're based in Phoenix? The company is actually named after their second child. As a family-owned company, they always take your sleep experience personally. Every mattress comes with a 120-night free trial and a 10-year warranty. As one of our loyal listeners, you get 25% off site-wide. That includes all mattresses and sleep accessories. Use promo code Upside 25, they'll include free shipping with that. Shop brooklynbedding.com to get your best sleep ever at a factory direct price. How about setting a New Year's resolution that you will actually keep? Care of will help you do that. Care of can make taking your vitamins and supplements for your health goals super attainable because they make it so easy. Go to takecareof.com, take a short online quiz, answer a few questions about your diet, your health, your habits, and they will recommend vitamins and supplements for you. Then they'll deliver those to you in easy packs that just sit on your counter. You just pick up a pack of what you need to take. That's it. No more standing in front of the vitamin and supplement shelves at the health food store with your eyes crossing, trying to figure out what the difference between each vitamin is. They got you covered. Go to takecareof.com and you get 50% off your first order using the code UPSIDE50. Once again, that's takecareof.com and the promo code is UPSIDE50. 50 comes in super handy when you're like Callie and your workday starts at 4 a.m. and you can't really think about anything that early in the grab morning. Grab and go. Grab and go. My brain does not work before I saw, 5 a.m. I saw all your notes this morning in the kitchen like take food to work, take calendar. Don't, oh my gosh. Don't I was keys. so worried <laughs> I was going to forget stuff. 
Because it was your first time back in the office in over two weeks. Yeah, so out of the routine. But I actually don't think I forgot anything today. And I will say, I am a very big complainer about the end of holidays, but especially Christmas, because Christmas is my favorite holiday. And I suffer from like end of vacation blues really bad. You like Callie, you could see a physical difference in her when I finally made her to undecorate the tree. Like I had asked her every day for like four days. I'm like, are you going to do the tree today? She's like, yes. And then the day would just come and go and the tree didn't get done. And finally, when I'm like, Callie, I've got to drag it out to the curb. She's like, all right. Like, womp, womp, way to steal my joy. Womp, womp. But I will say, I do think there is something to routine. Yes, I and agree with that 100%. I'm not a very, I wouldn't, would you call me a super structured person? Because yes. I, I don't think I am. Really? Yeah. Really? Yes. Fascinating. Okay. Uh, but being off a routine, I mean, I think my brain got lazier. I, Jeff asked me yesterday, he said, hey, we used to pre-record shows and have a bunch of content ready to go. And then, you know, we didn't have to record full shows every night of the week. We would just, you know, like button up our shows, so to speak. And he said, why don't we have any as much content right now? Because usually his email is full of stuff that I've sent or that he's found that we want to talk about on the show. And I said to him, it's because I'm not in a routine. And once I go back to work, I will, things will flow again. And what happened today? Oh, yeah. You started, you get, you sent like four or five ideas for the show. And I've had maybe four or five ideas the whole break. So I think it's something healthy for your brain to do. I think it is good to like, take some time off and definitely have the brain break. But if we, if I didn't have a, a plan or a routine or a work schedule, I would be a total slob with no creative brain whatsoever. So I need to remember that if we ever get to a point where I'm only doing the show and I don't have a corporate job anymore, that I need somewhere to go at a certain time. Well, that's why I have, since this new era of self-employment, if you will, not saying unemployment anymore, I'm saying self-employment. Since this new era, like I still have to have a routine in the morning and a routine at night. Um, because if I don't, I get tripped up on minutia. Like before I go to bed at night, I try to clean the house as much as I can, especially the kitchen. And I didn't do that last night. And it caused me a little bit of anxiety when I got up this morning. Did it? Yeah, totally. So I like the routine. What's funny though, is I thought about my old routine for the past 25 years, every single first show back from vacation from Christmas break is always the same. Like everybody is super jazzed, high energy. Everybody's got a ton of stories from their vacation. Everybody has a bunch of stuff that they want to share and brainstorm and things that they thought of. And everybody, like, I just remember the energy. And this morning I was out walking the dogs and I had the thought that I didn't have to do that. And it felt oddly really good. You didn't have to do what? I didn't have to like 
put on a show, like I'm using finger quotes. And I think part of it too was I was driving around because I went and got Starbucks and before, because we left the house super early. So it wasn't even totally light out when I was going to walk the dogs. So like I went to get Starbucks first. I had to put air in my tires. And while I was listening to radio stations and I'm like, just, I don't know. I don't want to, Radio was really good to me for so many years, so I don't want to disparage it, but I'm just listening to all of these shows putting on these exaggerated controversies for dramatic effect, you know, and they're telling stories and and they're like ramping them up in order to keep people engaged. And uh, So you're and- glad that you don't have to come up with stories. Yeah. And then I can just tell the story the way it happened. Yeah. You know and it's saying? the first time that you've never gone back to work, like had a Jeff was working over our quote unquote break. Cause it was a break and I was home and we got to spend a lot of time together, but the show went on. We did a show every single day of, of my break. Um, and you didn't have that this year. I mean, do you feel like you got a break? Totally. I feel like this, yeah, this, the way the execution of this show is totally different um, from the, from a content point of view than the shows I used to do. So yes, I feel a million times different. Uh, Totally, not totally unrelated, but we did during the break um, move a few shows from two in the morning to two in the afternoon. Mm -hmm. And because of that, I learned that um, part of my dad's routine with his neighbor, Verna, is to talk about our show because they listen in the morning. Mm-hmm. And when it's not on until the afternoon, it screws both of them up. Oh, okay. So, so we threw off their routine. So we threw off their routine. So we've got to we got to do the shows. I'm saying, but the routine thing, and I feel sometimes bored by my routine or like there's too much crammed in a day or whatever, but having two weeks off has really given me a new appreciation for a good old-fashioned routine. And I think my brain is better for it. If um all that to say. I think I've been thinking a lot lately about processes and how I think we all think a lot about the process of things instead of the, I mean, the end result of things and not the process and how it impacts us. And whether you are in a job that's your dream job and every single day you're getting better at something and you're improving and every day at work is the best day ever or not, the there is value in waking up, getting dressed, going to work. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not Even if you're self-employed, there is methods to routine. And so, I think- Some would say that the journey is as important as the destination. Well, yes. And I've always thought that was a little cheesy, but I, you know, I'm putting together my thoughts. I'm speaking to my high school in a couple of weeks and I'm speaking to high schoolers. And one of the things that I didn't realize I- until recently- about high school is it's not really about the classes or what you're, you know, it's not, it's not about being great at chemistry or great at math or whatever, but it's the process of taking notes, learning how to study, learning how to work with other people on the group projects, whatever. Right. Like that's the whole point. So when I'm talking about routine, I've been thinking a lot about that, how it's not actually what your routine is, but that you have one and you have a sense of purpose. I um, am speaking to a group on Thursday. It's the Buckhead Business Persons Association or Business Association. I should know the exact name of it, <laughs> but it's um, it's it's Thursday morning, and it's a bunch of Atlanta business men and women who get together. Uh, I think on 
on the first or the a couple Thursdays a month, and uh, they talk about business stuff, and they ask me to come speak, and I have. I have given a speech many times on the importance to keep moving forward. Mm -hmm. And I am for the first, this will be the first time that I am giving that speech, that modified speech to address my unemployment. Have you thought about how you're going to, the, can you give a 60 second or less canned version of that speech? If someone's new to the show or doesn't know the keep moving forward thing is a few years ago, I had the opportunity to participate in a triathlon and it was sponsored by CNN and they covered it and they found, they found a bunch of people who, um, were just at, at, at stuck places in their life. I did mine because I was going through a divorce at the time. And during that process, I learned the phrase, keep moving forward, which basically means when you are racing anything, whether it's a foot race, a triathlon, a bike race, through life, whatever it is, when it, when you are tr- moving toward a finish line, you're still in the race as long as you keep moving forward. So it doesn't matter how slow you go, as long as you're still going in the direction of the finish line, you're still in the race. You only stop competing when you completely stop. And right? you give up. And you give up. So um, that at that point in my life, really, that those three words really, really struck me, and they really made me feel. Uh, it changed the way that I was looking at the world, and they made me feel like empowered to keep moving forward, to keep going. So I have a version of that speech that I have told to groups before, but now I have to amend it and put a chapter in there about keep moving forward when a, when the race that you thought you were running all of a sudden gets a big detour sign in the front of it. And what are you going to say about that? Don't know yet. Oh, okay. So, well, I know that I would love to hear it and I'm sure somebody else listening would love to hear it too. When you get it together, you said this tomorrow. No, it's uh Thursday morning. So you've got like two days to come up with what you're going to say. Yeah, no problem. No problem at all. If you haven't gotten your gratitude journal yet, there are a couple available at callieandjeff.com. So go grab them. Go to callieandjeff.com and then click on the merchandise tab. It'll take you right there. But when they're gone, they're gone. They're gone. And they will be gone in the next couple of weeks, week or two, probably. Uh, I would, yeah, or less. Okay. So if you have been on the fence about a gratitude journal, now is the time to grab it. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Please make sure you've subscribed so you never miss an episode of The Upside. I know that Coco is still ending the show show. I know, know that Coco (laughs) is still ending the show show. We have not found our January show close yet. Uh, We did get a message from TC, which was Callie's suggestion, one of our longtime super dedicated listeners. But I haven't reached back out to him. His message was good, but his cell phone was janky. Yeah. It kept like cutting in and out and and the volume was going up and down and stuff. So we couldn't use it. Uh, So maybe we'll use him for February. But I promise you this week we will swap out Coco. Nothing personal, Cokes. 
Like, Cokes. You're, good, you're great. And you're, you're end of the end I of really the did speeches. like Coco. I really enjoyed that. But I also enjoyed Mr. Rogers. And before that, I even enjoyed the cat thing. And cat it's, poop. Yeah. Anyway, so I am a fan of all the show endings thus far. All right. We'll have a new one in for January uh, sometime this week. Promise. Hey guys, I was just calling because I literally was just belly laughing at the story of Callie hurting her nose and I'm so sorry. I know that hurt and I'm evil for laughing, but I'm just one of those people out with the human reaction or just me. But when somebody gets hurt, my first reaction is to laugh and then help. And Jeff, I'm really happy that you helped her and not just laughed right away because I'm that terrible person that does that. I'm sorry. Hope you guys are doing well. Take care. Bye. If self-care is on the top of your list of things you want to accomplish in 2020, BetterHelp.com might be for you. They have 3,000 licensed therapists across all 50 states. You can go fill out a form on their website. Go to BetterHelp.com slash upside. You can fill out a form and they, based on your needs, will match you up with a licensed professional counselor. And you can do that without ever leaving your house. You can do it via text, via chat, via phone, via video. And you can start communicating with a licensed therapist in under 24 hours. You can also get 10% off your first month because you're an upside listener with the code upside. Again, that's 10% off your first month with the discount code upside. Go to betterhelp.com slash upside. Hey y'all. I just want to say thank you for being open about your, um, your diet and weight loss stuff, because there are a lot of us in the same boat who are trying to start the new year fresh and I'd love to hear regular updates on how that's going and if you're successful and where you're tripping up and all of that. So keep it up. Thanks. Hey, it's Samantha. Um, I just listened to the episode where you were talking about dating again. And my husband, Jeff, and I, we do that all the time. We um, call it dating our or date your mate, I guess I should say. We um, pick a place to go that interests both of us. We get dressed up. We go have a nice dinner. It's wonderful. And um, there's also the $20 challenge where you have to date your mate and all you have is $20 and you have to be creative. And that's always fun. So, you know, have a great time and enjoy each other. And um, we love your show. Hey, Callie and Jeff. It's Travis from North Myrtle Beach. Got to disagree with Callie on the gin thing. That has always been the room where the formal dining room table was, and nobody ever sat in until Christmas or Thanksgiving dinner. And the living room is the room with the couches and the TV and all that. Thanks, guys, and have a great day. So, I don't know if you know this, but Netflix actually has several different countdowns for the new year. And we totally use that at mm, 8.30 at night, not even 10 o'clock, so that we could do the countdown. Because here's the thing. Kids don't really care about staying up at the age of eight. They just want to do a countdown. So we counted down. We got some ginger ale. We said, Happy New Year. And then she went to bed. And then we stayed up and watched the ball drop. So check it out, Netflix. They have several different countdowns just for parents like us. Have a great one. Thanks. Hi, Callie and Jeff. I'm just listening to today's episode, and the comment about what is this trying to teach me when Jeff said that it could be you realizing that you're not valued at your current place of employment if you keep getting passed over, 
that has been my realization for the past couple of weeks. So thank you for that nice reminder that it's time to maybe start looking for something else. Have a great day, you guys. Thanks for everything. Bye. Treat other people how you want to be treated. Don't be bossy and always be respectful to your parents, too. Love you. Bye.